Welcome everyone to another episode of The Conversation with Crystal Ardews. My special guest today is my good friend Kim, and we are discussing emotions. We're exploring our curiosities about why we feel humans even have them in the first place and why. Discussing the importance of healing through any emotional difficulty as it affects our relationship with self, relationship to society, and our interpersonal relationships. Thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. But I mean, when did, yeah. So when did we develop that? I don't know. Is it an ability or a disability to have to overcome, overcome this shit from your life? I, girl, I don't know. I just, I just think it's so interesting that it seems like every human or not every human, I haven't met every human in the world, but like that we are always undoing issues, traumas, challenges, experiences from childhood in our adulthood like like it just it, it, why is that the human experience why are we undoing things that we have to learn like why is that the path it's just i'm as i'm thinking about it, it completely trips me out that part of our evolution is understanding the things that we learned and reintegrating them and upgrading them from childhood like that's such a trippy thought to me upgrading them from childhood yeah well like you said like oh if i don't feel good about myself where the fuck did that come from Mm -hmm. like i know intelligently that's not true you know i'm doing well i take care of myself um i have a great great support system around me why in the world would i even think that you know and so sometimes we can have experiences that are just so subtle. Maybe someone said something to us one day and we interpreted it as, oh, dang, I'm not good enough. Or or it could be something more potent, like, yeah, I was picked on. And then, you know, that just one time. Maybe mm-hmm. it was just one freaking time. And then you internalized it because you're trying to understand your world or something that you need to gain. And so that is information you thought you needed to internalize in order to attain something. Mm-hmm. And usually, or what from what I've learned is that we hold on to certain ideas or uh, programming when it's linked to like survival mm-hmm. and navigating the world. Um, we'll hold on to the ideas that we think serve us to better survive. You know, what came to mind is a, a mentor told me like the, in order to have a testimony, you have to have a test, right? So maybe that's, oh, that's the point of the struggle of like, having to go through things that you don't understand as a child and then having to overcome those things as an adult, because if you overcome them, then it creates more connection if you can express it. Right. That's mm-hmm. like kind of why we're here. Yeah. Right. To get to that point. Mm-hmm. And there, and maybe that's part of our transcendence as a, as a species. It's like to connect in that level. Yeah. Well, it's okay. We, we, we go back to that test. As a testimony? Yeah, like, in order to have a testimony, right? In order to have a leg to stand on, in order to um, have, to be able to express yourself in a meaningful way, you have to be tested. Otherwise, so you don't like, have anything to say, you don't have anything to offer, yeah. right? You won't have anything to offer if you never had to go overcome anything. Yeah, so you have to go through experiences in order to learn. So if you don't have a contrast of experience, the contrast mm-hmm. of life, you know, you're not going to be able to gain any knowledge or not that you can't gain knowledge, but you're not going to be able to have, I guess, the depth of wisdom to be able to navigate life 
but then that's the tricky part is like you're trying to navigate life and learn and have your testimony but then you're dealing with ideas or dealing with belief systems that like don't serve us or cause us strife but i guess that's part of the testimony though is that you're learning how to undo those ideas mm-hmm. that is part of the testimony is mm-hmm. like okay this is the next part of the experience is that now you get to upgrade the things that you've learned or your experiences that you've had and we have to share it we have to right because <clears throat> the some of the things that i've been trying to get over mm-hmm. are things that you've already gone through right so your growth is leading to my growth And that can happen, like, it should happen all over the place, right? Okay. So you had to go through those things, not for me to grow, Mm -hmm. but in you overcoming it, it allows me to to know that I can overcome similar things, too, just by expressing it, right? And and that just can go everywhere, every, every, everywhere. So that's, I don't know, why toxic masculinity just came to mind, Mm -hmm. you know, and and not being able to talk about these things, really creating problems in our society, Uh, because that's really the point in order for us to get to that next level. We need to understand what those tests were and Mm -hmm. overcome them, not just for us, definitely at first for us, because, y'all, we we have to do that, right? Like, you have to. But for other people, like that's the next step, right? Yeah, to fulfillment. Yeah, because we, I mean, that, that's like it makes us feel like we have a social responsibility to be able to do that because it's the, how we treat ourselves is how we treat each other. So mm-hmm. if you've been treating yourself like shit forever and ever, mm-hmm. well, at some level, you might also treat others like shit. Not necessarily intentionally, like you're blatantly being like calling someone out, but maybe in just subtle behaviors they're not even aware of mm-hmm. because of how you've habituated how we habituated ourselves to treat ourselves so you know we think that's normal like how we you know go about ourselves in our day and then why would we think it's normal when we put it out into the world mm-hmm. but then we see so much dissonance and separation and mistreatment of individuals not intentionally i don't think people are malicious but you know that unconscious kind of behavior and so how, how you were saying that it what one person does affects the other and how you navigate those experiences teaches someone else mm-hmm. um so they know that, oh, there's something different out there or that I can have a more peaceful living experience mm-hmm. um, and know that there is something different and also be able to treat each other in a more healthful and loving way because we're choosing to learn something different and expressing those experiences and the, that knowledge and passing along that wisdom. You know, that's another, I think, another important um tidbit is that you know people don't seem to speak to it like pass down information like that or at least i think it's starting mm-hmm. to now we have podcasts we have youtube we have mm-hmm. all these things but like people weren't like speaking the wisdom their wisdoms mm-hmm. passing that down anymore it's mm-hmm. like that kind of like halted and maybe that's what led to people not being able to share their experiences and learn or see their differences because no one was talking no one was like speaking mm-hmm. out loud they just like you said keep it keep it inside like ignore it mm-hmm. you know ball up the emotions is dangerous and move on and then look at what we have now a bunch of people are like freaking out all the time all the time <sighs> i really like there's got to be a way to explore maybe that's something that i'll do is like explore like where where did we start where did we start this hmm. where did we start is can't talk about it 
so interested. You know, I want to like read literature and see where it is. Cause it's not that we couldn't, cause we also had books, right? So mm-hmm. it was like spoken, but, and then books, especially early on, there was both, mm-hmm. right? Cause family was very important to survival. Mm-hmm. So it was like, where along the line did we forget to talk about those? You know, being quiet, you sit down, you be good, keep your secure job. Um, and that's it. So I think that's where it originated from is the experiences of our grandparents um, during those world war eras and things like that, that it began where this, like the silence began because I know when it comes to like my grandparents, I don't think we really talk about anything like that. I don't really talk about having to connect with their emotions or having to um, confide in a deeper level, you know, which is interesting because our grandparents have so much wisdom. They really do. Like they have, and they've gone through some fucked up shit. I mean, you're coming from World War Two, coming from you know, the transition of slavery to yeah. civil rights. Like they went through some shit, mm-hmm. you know. And they don't. And now I think about it, like we don't pass along those stories. So I think during that time, that's when the silent generation started to happen, which taught like the baby boomers and things like that to not also speak, you just sit down, get your job. Don't, you know, don't speak, don't make, don't make any, don't ruffle feathers or else, you know, it's going to compromise your position. And when all you wanted to do, when all you wanted was to have safety or security, if you say something or vocalize yourself, it could compromise that, right? Because you might say something that's going to ruffle feathers or something, you're, you're going to say something that might trigger someone not to like you or something. So I think that's where it came from. And then with our grandparents, having experienced so much strife maybe with the great depression or depending on what era they're from, Mm -hmm. you know, you learn not to, you you learn to stay quiet. You learn Mm -hmm. to not cause any issues. You want to compromise and like the things that you have. Yeah. Maybe this didn't have enough energy to, but it takes energy, right? If you Mm -hmm. like have to work to live, but then you're also worried about like your country still being there or wherever (laughs) we think this started, right? Yeah. Whatever it might be. Well, so, like, is it more of, like, when we say, when we're asking about where did this all start, like, start in terms of, like, not actually talking about our feelings and our emotions and, like, our experiences or just speaking openly, candidly in general? And specifically about emotions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking about your emotions. Yeah, you're right. Like, who had the energy to do that? Like, who had the time? Like, if you're, like, I mean, I don't know, if we're thinking back in... I don't know, 1800s, things were a lot harder. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to be worrying about, oh, you know, I'm just having a bad day today when you're like, I need to plow the farm. Yeah. I need to go harvest. Like, I'm going to starve. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be thinking about that one thing that person said. They just didn't have time. Yeah, they didn't have time <laughs> to think about their emotions. Now we have all this time to be like reflecting and seeing ourselves in our phones, <laughs> reflecting in other people. We have everything we need. Oh my God, why do I have all these problems? <laughs> yeah. Why do I have all these feelings? Everything's fine. Like, why? I mean, that's a, that is a really good question. It's like, why can't, like, if we have all the safety and things we need, we have a shelter, we're talking into a microphone, being creative, you know eating chocolate-covered strawberries for a gallon time. And raspberries. And raspberries. Like, why do we feel like we still have all these feelings we need to deal with? Like, this is fucking good. That we can't talk about. Like, yeah. You know, like, this is great. Mm-hmm. No, we have it so good. We're super lucky. You know, I just feel like every culture has, like, some part of it is, like, don't talk about feelings. But, I mean, this is speaking for the United States. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Such an interesting. I think being black in the United States. Oh, girl, yeah. <laughs> it's like I. 
I'm very, very, very aware that the risk of me speaking my mind is much heavier than it is for a white woman, mm. right? Like how many times I've been labeled for being like what, harassing, right? When really I was just speaking my mind, mm. you know, mm. people yeah. take it as harassment. Like that doesn't happen to other people. So that's, I mean, it's, I can't speak for everybody else, but like maybe that's why a little hush hush. It's either yeah, and that would, risk everything and say what's on your mind or you just be quiet. Yeah, and that would, you know, I'm going circling back to like, why do I have certain habits or programming? Well, that's a huge one right there is that someone, when you were a kid, told you to harass you or someone told you to like shut up or assume something that you're being a certain way based on what you're saying, of course it's going to put a programming that, oh, it's dangerous to even speak my mind because, oh, I'm going to be threatened or, oh, this is a threat to my survival. So I'm going to completely shut that down. Well, I mean, for like heroes in this country, African-American heroes, like literally costing their life, mm-hmm. speak their mind. Mm-hmm. It's all systemic. Everything's connected. Everything is connected. It's so freaking wild. <laughs> literally. I hope everybody gets that like it's everything is connected in some way yeah but we can only control ourselves that is both terrifying and exciting at the same time you know it's like i can't change everything no but i can change me yeah which causes a ricochet in the world because how you treat yourself and how you show up is mm-hmm. what you're going to bring in and attract mm-hmm. and hopefully also influence others right to be able to like be inspired by you be like damn like I see what she's doing. She seems like she's doing really great and feels really good. And then you can talk about like the experience that you've gone through in order to inspire someone else to be where you're at. Right by where we're right. Like you have to go through those things. And as a kid, we don't have the tools to do to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Lucky enough, at least for us, our childhoods weren't so bad enough that we never found the tools or at least at this age had we have we have yet to find the tools. Like we're lucky because mm-hmm. there's people running around out there who just haven't found the tools to address what they yeah. need to address, but we have to overcome it. And it's not your fault. It's not your fault that stuff happened to you. Yeah, it's not. But it's your responsibility to do something about your inside yeah. or at least try, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Man, my, my, my um, a mentor last night was like die climbing. It was like this story. So it was a story about this um, French group who hiked yeah. the Everest in like the seventies. Okay. And they hit a massive storm, and they had to make a decision. They like either go back down and risk stay where you are, probably gonna die, or you can climb and try to see if you can get above the storm, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it sounds like a terrible story, but there's a plaque uh, that says that they died climbing. Like on Everest. Oh wow! Yeah, that's okay. where the story goes. And I'm like, that's we have to be climbing. Our only responsibility is to grow, mm. and that hurts so much even to say out loud. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, oh, our only responsibility is to grow. Mm. Like it's bringing tears to my eyes right right now. Yeah, you know, like you have to overcome. <sighs> you just, you got it. You can't stop trying. Yeah, it's like again, we're lucky to have had people. Really, somebody, something happened in our lives that helped us keep going. Mm-hmm. So we have to talk about these things so somebody yeah. else can have a messenger yes. so they can keep going. Absolutely. Even if you feel like you don't have anything, like any slight feeling of hope, of positivity, of encouragement, something, 
that radiates some kind of peace in your body, even for a blip, like you have to follow that even if you don't feel like, or if you feel like everything is against you, because it really will determine a lot of the, tra- the trajectory of how you'll show up in your life and you experience your life. Mm-hmm. And that's wild to think that like, yes. just from your perception and what you're going through will determine exactly how you're going to experience your life, your entire life. And even if you feel like, like you may not have the resources, you can seek them out. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's situation is different. Certain people have harder situations than others. And I do not fucking doubt that by no means. And if you're living, I feel if you're living in the United States, you do, you can access it somehow. I mean, we have free internet, YouTube, we have TV everywhere. We have freaking podcasts where you can listen to this on Spotify, radio stations, something, you know, there's at least free content access everywhere that you can hear some sort of inspiration. When you feel that sense of hope, you can at least follow that Mm -hmm. living here. And then that responsibility or that sense of, um, going, yeah, when you're saying like responsibility to make that change, like you can have the opportunity here and then you can ricochet that even bigger. And then if you want to make it like a global impact, maybe places that don't have the same access and resources that you, that we do in the United States, mm-hmm. you can, you can talk about your story and be that person where it's like, Oh, I had, I felt like I had absolutely nothing. And this is where I came from and, and, and be able to inspire somewhere else, someone else who really has less in a different part of the world. Like I genuinely believe that we can do that in the United States to be able to produce this information and influence um, internationally that may not have um, access to these resources. And being in the United States, I feel like we have a, like almost like a sense of responsibility to do that because we have that luxury here. Even yeah. if like people who are having harder lives, don't get me wrong. I know there's some, there's a lot of suffering that goes on in the United States. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you still can get access to free, at least free information to plant a tiny little seed mm-hmm. where other places where they control all of your information, where they mm-hmm. control what you can, can or cannot listen to. Mm-hmm. Like this could be dangerous if we were to go somewhere else. Like I believe in China, they control like the internet and things you're exposed to. Mm-hmm. This could be dangerous for them. Mm-hmm. So here in the United States, at least you know that you can at least do that. So put it out there because someone will hear it mm-hmm. and it can cause a global affect. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about it. You gotta do it. Gotta Sorry, that, that got real deep. I'm just like yeah. thinking about the like the levels of responsibility from accessing your emotions and what that can do and how far that can expand. And mm-hmm. man, that was a little tangent. <laughs> no, but it got me thinking about like a like an actual a situation or just a conversation that I was having with another teacher um so we're talking about sharing our thoughts and our feelings and and how that's going to help others um not everybody right it's going to help somebody you know being willing to talk about the things that you actually overcame right and from a heartfelt vulnerable position so i was having this conversation with this teacher and um one of the students had um so it was a i don't want to just say a bright student it was just so she was one of she was a bright student and mm-hmm. she was just a kind student and someone who just seemed at least how they described it as kind of I imagine them as like someone who kind of would just come into the classroom and say hello you know kind yeah. of person right and this person um, has some family issues and they live in not a nice part of town of and I, I think they said that their dad might have been affiliated with some gang or something. And, oh okay. Um, she got hit by a bullet uh, that 
well, SJ Bullet, I, I don't know if it was like shot at her house or whatever, but she, she died. Wow. And the, t- the teachers were told, and I, I don't know if, if this is just like their pedagogy or I don't know where this came from, but they were told like to not cry at all in front of the students and to like, Wait, the family and, that was affected? No, so the teachers, in front of the students, because this this girl goes to the school, the oh, teachers okay, at the okay. school, right, and the students at the school, so they were all, the whole school was kind of reeling from this, oh. and um, they were saying that they told them not to, to like, cry in front of them, to just kind of go on, like, everything's okay, and I'm just like... That doesn't seem that healthy. That can't be, right? Yeah. Right? It's like, as we were saying, how... Do they know it's okay to cry about that? Are you guys, are you saying that you're not supposed to feel this? You know? Well, like, how, like, uh, that's like saying that you're not supposed to process. Like, when they said that, did they give the justification as to why they shouldn't, like, feel any of their feelings? It's something about just, like, like, just being strong for the kids and not, yeah, I don't know exactly why, but he said that they specifically told them not to cry or show too many emotions in front of the kids to go on. I think the words were to go on like normal. Does it like as teachers, like don't you guys need to be able to hold the space? Like they want to be able to see that like, Oh, like if the teacher is able to emulate that they're going through an experience and it shows the children that like they're safe in those feelings too. And that's normal. Mm-hmm. And like, cause that programs are like, you're weak mm-hmm. if you don't show yeah, how you're feeling. And, but yet, we got, we're going to go through this whole process of discomfort and that can cause like, it can, that can have like these horrible, horrible ramifications and that will eventually come out in your behavior. Like the kids are going to show their difficulties. Like they're going to show that this, that this mm-hmm. was affecting them just because you're keeping it all together. They're probably going to more than likely act out to mm-hmm. get the emotions out or get their experience Something, out. Yeah. Or, and then I don't know, the kids were like, they become all, become a heartless bitch right like mm-hmm. well if this happens to this good person and we can't talk about it well fuck everything i guess what i'm saying is i imagine all the different ways that this can manifest in young adults right mm-hmm. as like okay the people that i looked up to who love this person who are saying that they're sad like they're just going on like everything's okay like i don't feel like it's okay but now i don't feel like i can, can talk like it's okay because no one here seems to have an emotion yeah you and know? then you judge like, yourself for you having care? emotions right yeah. like screw you guys you guys don't care about this student do you not know what happened you know or like say maybe they're maybe they're just mad and they want to actually get out to their community and do something you know I think about that's a, that stuff that's a good note that you said like oh you don't care because then that ends up programming into kids or programming to people i should say that like you don't care mm-hmm. by not showing these emotions or like supporting me like oh you guys just don't pay attention you don't care so that also creates a programming and an animosity mm-hmm. that people are not going to care about yep. me. People are not going to acknowledge yeah. me. People will judge me for having this experience. Mm-hmm. And so then people are trained to not be able to handle their emotions when they come up. But the thing is, that's the crazy thing about emotions though. Like this is the crazy thing about feelings is that they're going to re-manifest. Like they're going to come out in some other way or some kind of behavior. If mm-hmm. you don't know how to express it, it will come out in a different way whether you have maybe an Always. explosion of anger or something or you become super depressed like it no. will manifest because emotion is energy in motion you know, in my skin like yeah i as a kid had eczema and it went away for a long time and i started noticing like patches coming up every now and then and mm-hmm. then i started reflecting more on life and just trying to you know better myself and i'm like 
it's coming out when I'm stressed out and I'm dealing with my emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm keeping something inside, it's literally coming out on my skin. Yeah. Because like, it's like, it's almost, I heard, I think Jordan Peterson talked about it where it's like, it's like, kind of, it's like the wound of the psyche, you know, our bodies mm-hmm. know we need to process this and mm-hmm. humans have emotions, right? We all have emotions. It's part of what makes the human experience, mm-hmm. you know? And so our bodies and our psyches want to heal through those things, no matter what, mm-hmm. because it needs to be processed and the energy needs to be moved out. Mm. And so no matter what, that's why you're getting the eczema because at the end of the day, it needs to actually be processed. So it's going to get your attention no matter what. And there's something deeper in that that needs to be understood and also alleviated from your body because it creates energetic weight. Like for me, in my case, Mm. I may not have gotten like skin stuff, but I would put on weight and I would be exercising. I would be, Mm. you know, eating right. It's part of the reason why I became so obsessive with like nutrition and things Mm. like that, you know, because I was always scared, you know, but I had so much just energetic weight inside of me that was all the emotions that I had that I was trying to understand and deal with from like whatever family stuff was going on or you know became energetic weight mm-hmm. on my body to try to like protect me or and I don't know the, yeah I don't yeah. know the whole symbolism but no, that, that so that got me thinking so inflammation so when we mm-hmm. sprain an ankle our like our body literally rushes to that area yeah. and it inflames to try to like fix it so why would that be different with our emotions? If you go through something, why would like holding is probably the opposite of what you need to do. And this right? is literally crazy? the opposite of what you need to do. Like everyone, like literally everything. And that I guess it could be, I'm not I'm okay with science, but I don't know what exactly it's going. Is it cells? Reinflation cells? I don't know. What goes don't, to heal things. But anyway, <laughs> someone probably is not this girl. I don't save space for that kind of thing. But it's like, yeah, whatever is rushing to that area, like, what is that for the human emotions mm. when you're like it's, broken and you're you're sprained, like you're eating, like whatever it is. Isn't that such a paradox though that like you would think that logically, like, oh, if I'm just you know I'm gonna put this to the side, it's gonna be good, but it still comes back, like you're like the body, the spirit, whatever is still mm-hmm. like, mm, no, 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 mm-hmm. and that's such a trippy thing to because you would think that like if you can have the you know the right thought in that way, like the right intelligent, you know, keeping in the headspace, not the feeling body space. Like, oh, I can just say, oh, that's not necessary. I don't want to look at it, blah, move on. It would just dissipate, but it doesn't. Like, that is so wild to me. That shows how important, like, integral emotions are into our health. That, like, you can't just sidestep it. I don't want to say sidestep it, but, like, you can't just put it off and think that you can just think that thought and turn it off. It never works that way. And that's mm-hmm. so trippy to me because you think it would because mm-hmm. I'm trying to command it to be this kind of thing. My favorite example always when it comes to emotions is that, like, when it comes to, like, stress and how st- everyone knows, like, stress is, like, the thing. Like, it's, like, the topic right now. Mm-hmm. Like, emotions yeah, and dealing with it. And, yeah. And, and then, like, but you see that everyone knows that if you don't address the emotions or the feelings or what's causing your stress – it will manifest, maybe manifest in a stomach problem, mm-hmm. chronic headaches, mm-hmm. um, some kind of fatigue, ad- uh, adrenal fatigue, all of these things. Everyone knows that. And stress is also an emotional response based off of fear mm-hmm. that's running through your body mm-hmm. that needs to be processed because of whatever it is that you're going through. Mm-hmm. So that's a great example of the power of emotions and needing to process them because everyone knows how detrimental stress is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Everything's connected. Like if you go thinking about our country, right? Like because we never address 
slavery properly. Mm. We're still dealing with these issues, mm. you know? Mm. We still have 45 able to say that there's good people on both sides when one person, one side literally ran over another person, you mm. know? I mean, we haven't healed as a country either. And it's just mm. literally everything is connected when you mm. don't address it. And it's the hardest. It's so hard to address things. It's so but you know, hard. it's so, and when you say like heal as a country, it's so, so it's, it's such a tricky thing. So it's like, what? Because then you get caught in like, what do? What's condoning? But then, what's also not allowing us to progress? Yeah, you know. I mean, that, yeah. Well, and like, because obviously this is my jam, right? Mm-hmm. But if we all, all it really takes would be to analyze the systems that exist and see where these disparities are between. Um, you know, white and and black, but also people of color. If mm-hmm. we can, if we can look at it and say we're actually going to do something about it, because mm-hmm. we recognize that the history that we had, the literal stepping down on, belittling, halfing, or I guess it was a quarter of a person, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was something that existed in our country. Really, I mean, didn't start until was this. 60, mm-hmm. 70 years ago, mm-hmm. like to really start, mm-hmm. we still haven't really addressed it, you know? We mm-hmm. shot the person who was addressing it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, everything's connected, you know, from if, if we don't heal from the inside, then we're, that's going to manifest into systems that control us, yeah. right? And, and so you have a literal, these Senate, whatever, these human beings running us who haven't healed from their stuff mm. and they're ruining other people's lives because they haven't healed from their and stuff. And that, that goes back to the whole thing how I was talking about that the emotions are going to come back up anyways. Mm-hmm. So you may not have healed, but now you're in this position of power or something mm-hmm. and almost like unconsciously regurgitating your anger mm-hmm. or it doesn't just have to be in a political context. Mm-hmm. It can be in any, multiple, any multiple situations at work or yeah. anything. But looking yeah. at a holistic sense of like the pain of what people are doing, like the ancestral pain of what we're carrying around ends up re-manifesting in some way. And so like, yeah, you're right. Like being able to understand our emotions and heal that, will allow for our country to heal because we'll be able to better understand what it is that we're coming from and why we're behaving in the way that we do so we can stop doing those things because mm-hmm. they we always act out what we're feeling unconsciously to try to it's like a, a way to move out the emotion even though you know realize it's happening it's like a way to like release any any anger sadness or whatever you're going through but yeah it's a great point about healing our country mm-hmm. and still not addressing it's so that's so hard because I feel like people get so freaking angry, you know, like they get so. F- but why they? Because they haven't healed from something. Yeah, what's the point of being mad? You know, like I, I mean, I'm I know what my biases are, but I don't. I'm not mad at the people who vote against my interest. Mm-hmm. I might be like, I don't know, kerfuffled about it. I don't Did know. you just say kerfuffled? I said kerfuffled. I don't know. I don't know. Is that an actual word? It sounds like that could be a word. You know, like, I obviously have some feelings about it, but I also know that, like, I don't know their experiences. I don't know what they haven't healed from. I don't know what they've experienced. And actually, not on, the, on like, a micro level. On a macro level, I mean, the things that they see on TV, I know what they're seeing and how they portray black men differently than white men even if they have the same crime right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. when someone gets when a black man gets killed in the united states they 
try to find like there was marijuana in his system or they mm-hmm. put up like the worst picture of them and we have to heal from these things we have to address this otherwise this is going to keep happening you know so I know that that's that's my jam but also I know that I can only I have to grow and overcome my stuff and that's the only way for that to get better is if I can get better then I can spread it yeah. and I'm not going to have maybe that kind of impact but you never know don't 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 I mean, like, I, don't you never short. You're, to- you're totally right you yeah, never know but like <laughs> if so that's a great question because the next thing I think about is like, okay, so what clarity and insight will you have by allowing yourself to heal and then influence like greater social structures in that way? Like, mm-hmm. well, what does it allow you to have new insight into like better manage these difficulties or these um, complicated social systems mm-hmm. by allowing yourself to heal? Does it allow whether like the prevention of the repetition of issue repetition of the same problems or like better insight in order to how to mitigate that healing process like that's the next that the question is like okay so you heal and then how how can we translate that into you know i don't know rectifying an issue or to go about certain um situations differently i guess yeah um well you heal and then you you learn and then you you, you question and you expand mm-hmm. right so in that expansion that's yeah. that's where the the real change can maybe take place i, I mean obviously i don't know you know, speak from my heart, but like, I mean, it's a great one. I mean, people are walking around just so fucking angry. They really are angry and just depressed and like so much sadness in their heart from things like, like that you were just mentioning and just carrying it around, carrying that pain and anger. Also, like, I feel like continues the separation amongst people because Mm -hmm. it ends up being projected out into society as Mm -hmm. opposed to reorienting the experience Mm -hmm. and, having a new perspective on it. It's mm-hmm. just you carry, you harbor it. And then anything that might trigger those feelings or that experience, you know, is automatically going to be shunned or separated as opposed to maybe being able to approach a new situation, that triggering situation differently or attain insight from it. I feel like that continues that distance because a, you're being triggered. You don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So you don't have that maybe the emotional tools um, to, to handle that. And then you're also maybe potentially judging the situation or the individual as, you know, I don't know, negatively or uh, misrepresenting something that also keeps it separate where maybe it's just a misunderstanding. And so it's just, it's, God, this stuff is so complex. It's so complex. It is. Because it's all connected, right? God, we're getting so deep, girl. Like, you, like, my brain is exploding right now (laughs) articulating this. But, I'm just glad that we're friends and that we can articulate these things because I, I, I feel like this friendship and the friendships that I've developed, like, have manifested um, where I can, I feel like I can talk about Because it needs to be spoken about yeah. no matter what. Like, even if it's not the most articulate thing, whatever, mm-hmm. it just, it needs to be spoken about because these are things that people fucking think about. Mm-hmm. Like, people are thinking about these things like, oh, God, I can't express my emotions or, God, I'm going through this thing. I can't even speak about it. Like, it may not be perfect, but you know that, hey, there's support. If mm-hmm. other people are concerned about this too, we can talk about it. Like, we may not understand it fully, but you ain't crazy. <laughs> you're not crazy. You're not, yeah. you know, whatever you're feeling doesn't make you odd. We're all trying to get be in this together and understand it too mm-hmm. to be able to evolve. Mm-hmm. That's the important part is that this conversation is in the paradigm. Mm-hmm. That this conversation 
is in the collective mm -hmm. consciousness and wanting to develop. Mm -hmm. So the fact that like this conversation is even happening is going to cause a ricochet effect. Mm -hmm. Someone will hear it and be like, Oh wow. You know, I think about these things all the time. It's nice to know that other people care about it too and want to mm -hmm. do something about it because I don't know if it makes sense or not, but like, I know that this experience I'm having is causing me difficulties. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. God, humans are so fucking and fascinating. If, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, and if I can talk about it with someone, they can like spur a thought that might lead me to somewhere else where I never would have got by myself. Mm -hmm. Like I just never. And that's so important. Know? New innovative ideas is what leads to new solutions mm -hmm. and evolution. God, it's so freaking important. Like you said, like you may not agree with somebody. It may cause, may cause you, you know, stirring mm -hmm. on the inside, but it, it sparked a new idea that can lead to a new solution as opposed mm -hmm. to repeating the same freaking habits mm -hmm. and repeating or repeating history. Like we were just talking about, like you don't want, you don't want history to repeat. We got to integrate new ideas and new opinions and mm -hmm. various ways of thinking and accept that and be understanding of it. Mm -hmm. And then see how we can create a new solution, a new solution or a new thought pattern, a new whatever. Mm -hmm. Cause that's how you evolve. And so mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I I get I get real riled up when it comes to that because it's mm -hmm. so important. But we're doing good stuff right now. This yeah, is, this is good stuff. Connect, girlfriend. connect, 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 connect. It's literally like that. Do you ever feel like like a faux pas when you like talk about connection and wanting to expand? A faux pas? What do you mean? Like do like do you ever feel like it's you're being shunned about it? Like mm -hmm. like people? Do you ever feel judged about it? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure I have felt judged about it just mm -hmm. because I used to judge myself when I would talk about these things because of mm -hmm. how I grew up and mm -hmm. like most people, how they grew up. We don't, we're not taught to acknowledge these or just kind of talk, oh, this is what I'm feeling is uncomfortable. So I need to shut it down mm -hmm. because I don't like the experience I'm having. It's causing me discomfort. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, you know, I had those judgments from how I grew up, but then I, <laughs> my soul or my body, my psyche, whatever, had just fallen so deep down the rabbit hole in the trenches that I was compromising my health at one point, like my psychological well-being and health mm -hmm. that I needed to make a change. So it, did, it wasn't a faux pas anymore because it was mm -hmm. going to cost me my life. And mm -hmm. like, you know, from being really suicidal to, you know, sudden weight gain to like my mm -hmm. hair falling out and then eventually, you know, leading to weird, like little, just like minor infections that, didn't heal mm -hmm. that should have healed. Um, just like just seeing the progression of me not addressing these things, I that faux and any idea of a faux pas was out the door because mm -hmm. I was like, I'm my body is literally like screaming mm -hmm. at me right now. Again, the diet itself, you literally have to like just shed that and let that go. I feel like I might be somewhere in between mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to be someone who needs a crisis to change. <sighs> Man, pain is such a big teacher, though. But and yeah, being okay with well, if that's my and it's not because I I don't I don't feel like I'm at bottom. I mean, mm -hmm. not from the outer world. You know, we mm -hmm. all have our own things. But yeah, sometimes I, I do feel like my growth is annoying to other people. <laughs> Your what? My growth can be annoying. No, what? You know, I mean, I don't I don't know. Like it's because right because people have a deal, and you're like a reflection sometimes. And mm. sometimes it makes me kind of want to dim my mm. shine because I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. Mm. Well, know? that's what isn't that part of the growth process. You you reflect from where you're at. So if it's not that other people are be are uncomfortable, it's that you're triggering them mm. because you're actually 
looking at your stuff or you're ready to do that, mm-hmm. you, it's going to incite the feelings of other people who probably have the same feelings, mm-hmm. but not ready to actually address it. And so by you taking responsibility for yourself and wanting to process and move on and not have, you know, the same shit happening to you or whatever's going on in your life mm-hmm. will instigate those feelings in other people who are going through those same things, but not ready to look at it. So there, that's how, you know, the whole emotional response, like mm-hmm. some people don't react the most appropriately. So they might take it out on you or something or judge you because of how they're feeling on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that whole unconscious kind of responses is mm-hmm. they're just not ready to look at their stuff. Mm-hmm when you are and you want to be able to express that. But that's why you said, you know, you're meeting new people and attracting new people in your life who can actually connect to you in this way and know the importance of that. Because if you want the kind of life you want to live and dream about, you have to go through this. Mm -hmm. You have to, it's like wanting to be a millionaire or something. You're not going to talk to someone who has tons of financial issues and scarcity mindset to have the thriving um, wealthy, abundant life you want. It, it doesn't make sense. Like exactly. you're not going to do that, but because you're moving into a new place. So then you start attracting different people that can reflect that and shine mm-hmm. that to you and understand it. You know, it's the same, like it's the same thing with your growth. It's not a burden. It's just, you are evolving and other people around you may not be ready for that. So mm-hmm. you shift and attract mm-hmm. new people. Yeah. But it just sucks though. Cause you don't want to like lose your friends or like your but peers. You <laughs> oh, but you will. Right. I mean, well, I mean, I guess we do all grow people. We talked about our best friends earlier, right? Yeah. Like, growing them and- yeah. We all grow people and that does happen. It's like, I mean, it's the same thing like with an intimate relationship, right? Like there's a reason why we break up because you know, whatever, whatever issues you have, or maybe you just outgrow each other and you realize your values are different and mm-hmm. you know, frequencies change. Mm-hmm. And so you have to shift in that direction. If it, is important enough to you, mm-hmm. you know, but of course, if you're judging yourself, I would say that it's a belief system that like, Oh, you don't want to burden people or something like that. But you know, it's just that, you know, people get triggered and not ready to look at it. Mm-hmm. And so they will take that out sometimes to, to protect themselves. It's like, I'm going to take it out because I need to protect myself because yeah. I'm not ready for it. This is too much for me. So yeah. I'm going to shut down whatever's instigating that. Yeah. It's so funny. Every time you say like, you're ready for that to me, mm-hmm. Like, yes, I am. But also there's like that, that like tingle in my chest. That's like, oh God, am I? <laughs> like, oh God, am like, I? I? I know what it's going to take. You know what I'm saying? Like, Do you know what like, I'm I just need to breathe. Oh my I God. Ever You're like, I know I, I do. I'm ready. Right? Yeah. Ready. <laughs> ready oh my god but totally like ready. i'm just gonna feel like i'm like falling apart shattering to pieces yeah. but i'm so ready yeah. for sh- all the shatters because <laughs> they're all just gonna come back together it's like getting prepared for a shot right i mean at least for someone who doesn't like getting shots or getting blood taken it's like that feeling of like right before they go to do it and yeah. then like it never i know like it's, it's not like yeah, it's, it's always the anticipation, anticipation you know? of like the pain or the anticipation of the feelings that like, oh my God, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then you mm-hmm. go into it and it's like, oh, you, you feel so much more relief. You're just building it up because mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's almost like a protective mechanism. Like mm-hmm. we're going to make the situation much more worse than it is. So when it actually happens, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of feels like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know, and to, to go back to talk about like uh, sacrificing everything, mm-hmm. um, like just as a, a person of color, right? As mm-hmm. as a as a black person, like it was about like looking at people in my community, mm-hmm. you know, and just say like I'm ready to be the person that I feel I'm called to be. Mm-hmm. 
I know what I'm putting everything on the line. Oh, you know, like it's going to hurt so bad. I'm going to get destroyed. Someone's going to bring me down. That, uh, like people are going to hurt me. I know this is going to happen. That anticipating the shot. It's literally right? so true. It's like in order to be, to go, to be where you want in your life and to have the life that you want, you have to be willing to let go of everything that you've ever learned, which tends to be integrated into our identity because those are survival mechanisms. Like that's one I am using me as an example, people pleasing, like we want to be liked. Um, it's a way I can get love. We're inter- we're interdependent species, you know, people pleasing is an easy way to get that, you know, but then, Oh, I'm compromising my boundaries. I might be, um, compromising the things that I actually want to make sure other people are happy or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to let go of those habits that have served you or got you to where you're going mm-hmm. in order to be what you want to be. And that's so scary because oh all of the world and like literally the creation mm-hmm. of your fucking reality is based on those behaviors and those belief systems. Mm-hmm. And then you're relinquishing that you're literally changing your whole world. I literally feel that. It's just <laughs> on my chest. It's like, you better jump. Oh, it's, that's so crazy. Oh, I don't want to live with this anticipation forever, right? It's like you have to just rip off the band-aid. You have to just get the shot. The one, go on two, right? Yeah, or else you're just going to yes. have more pain happen it's to you. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be worse. Yeah, you're yeah. just going to have more painful experiences happening in your life mm-hmm. to make you change that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what happened to me, girl. Like, with you know, just be feeling so suicidal and just so trapped in my own body all the time. And then, you know, you know, certain situations I attracted, like with, you know, dating everyone, you know, in the early twenties, dating is always like a fucking whirlwind and a half, mm-hmm. you know, eventually it's like either you, you are willing to let go or you're going to attract experiences that are going to make you want to let that go. Are you going to attract experiences that are going to make you want to let it go? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, those, you know, your behaviors mm-hmm. are creating certain circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes good, sometimes bad, mm-hmm. you know, but usually, you know, pain is, we don't want pain to be a teacher, but mm-hmm. pain is a very potent teacher because mm-hmm. it makes things very obvious. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, eventually, how many more painful situations do you want to keep having? Isn't it our first teacher? Kind of. Yeah, it's our first teacher, and yeah. it's always, <laughs> it is the continuous teacher. It right? never goes away. I was like, you, as you, like earlier you said about like when we were kids, like you just touch something, and like that's how you learn that that's hot, don't touch that. Like mm-hmm. when you're, you fall or whatever, like that's our first teacher. Mm-hmm. Interesting part of that, when we're trying to walk, we keep falling and keep hurting ourselves, but we still do it, right? Yeah. So we tap into that little toddler in ourselves and be able to like go through a little bit of pain. <laughs> Yeah. And then we eventually learn how to walk. So we eventually learn how to walk. <laughs> we stop having the pain. Yeah, yeah. And then the emotional pain starts. Oh, God. that's just, See, this is why I trip out about the human experience, like these paradoxes. Like, why does it have to hurt so bad? Like, why does it, why do we have to have our emotions in a way where it has to be so painful? Like, why, why is that the way it was programmed and put and packaged? And then if we try to set our kids up to not feel pain. I didn't, it's not going to help them. No. Right. Cause then so you're just like, being overly protective and then you might end up smothering them because then you're trying to control everything. Cause you're freaking out that your kid's going to get hurt, which is a good intention. You want to protect your child as a parent. Duh. Mm-hmm. But then the paradox is that they might end up being smothered or they may end up feeling like they're being controlled or they may not learn about life. Yeah. From another loving person that to get into life and learn the hard way. Well, you're just trying to be a good parent. Like, you're yeah. literally just trying to do it's your so freaking hard. best. <sighs> Emotions. 
human. Just human. being human on this earth planet. And never through space <laughs> endlessly. Oh my gosh. Just going around the sun <laughs> in a galaxy that's spiraling around other galaxies. Oh gosh. Yeah, my brain is gonna explode. Infinitely. <laughs> Infinitely. I'm I'm glad that my self-worth is enough that like when I hear it and I know these things that I don't just go, nothing matters, you know? Oh, like I ever just like get really dark and just like hate everything, you know? Because I mean kind of nothing matters, but at the same time we are matter, so Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah we are matter. I mean it, we are matter. What so we do we I feel I mean it does matter because we think about like think about what kind of life we will have. So. Right here, yeah. Yeah. I mean if you really say nothing you do matters, then I mean, what's that going to set up for the rest of your life? And then we're young, girl. We got a lot of years mm-hmm. left. So if we say what we do doesn't matter now, what's the next 50 years going to look like for the rest of our life? Because yeah. nothing we did matters. So you're not going to do anything yeah. and then wonder why you didn't enjoy your life. Yeah, we should probably say everything matters, right? Even though we're all planet, a blue planet, just flowing through space. I know, but that's not that's like, so everything why? still, even though like, we like, it. I know, little? but I mean, everything's perfectly designed though. Like, why is it that's the way the design was? You know, like, it's so fucking intricate that we are on this, that happen to be able to exist on this planet that provides every single resource that we need perfectly designed resources to allow us to digest food and produce energy to like be able to survive and breathe. And it has the right amount of oxygen we need and what we expel from our bodies feeds the plants. Like, and yet we still make decisions that are against our own self-interest <laughs> oh, in the long gosh. run. Freaking oh. human experience. Why are we suffocating the planet with our bad habits and our consumers? Yeah, it's just... Like, it's, why are we doing this? We are going to die. That's like my Scorpio in me. Like, I I deal with things by just being very morbid. Like, let's just get to, like, But the, the thing is, that's the beauty of, of the Scorpio, though, <laughs> is that Scorpios are willing to go into the depths, hence why we're having a deep conversation you know, I'm only right willing now. to go into the depths. So like a surface level conversation, like I have zero interest in it. Like, yeah, same. I'm always just like, but what's going on in your soul? <laughs> Tell me about your soul. Open up. Right? Oh my god. And we have to start with surface level conversations. But that's how we determine if I want. That's why we're friends, right? And we still laugh. Like, we're laughing right now. Yeah. Because, I mean, what else are we going to do? Exactly. We're all going to die. So. We're all going to die anyway, so make it count. Right? Right. right. Oh, gosh. Okay, you are the best girlfriend. So glad. I know. Helping each other evolve and be the best people we can be for ourselves and for the planet. Mm-hmm. Like, so important. Tribe is so important. If, you know, it's as amazing. I, you know, cap off this episode, tribe is vital. Who you associate with reflects where you're at, who you are, mm-hmm. um, type of income you're going to have, everything. And mm-hmm. so you really want, uh, people who are going to push you forward, who are really going to encourage you, who are going to call, lovingly call you out to make you reflect on what's happening Mm -hmm. and just be able to support you because gosh, like everyone always says that it's so hard to make friends and, you know, just go out and go to a freaking event. I mean, we met at a coffee shop. Straight up. Yeah, you're like, can I sit here? I was like, yeah, sure. You're really packed in there, and you had to go up and take it to yourself. Yeah, Girl, so. don't be selfish. This is not all for you. <laughs> not at all. And I was like, no, she looks nice. She's not going to say no to me. You She's know? not going to say no to me. How am yeah. I going to say no to this? Because I'm not, I, I mean, I don't look 
Like, I'm not a person where you walk across the street, you know? You're the, you you are me, so you know? not threatening at not all, Kim. All. Not at all. <laughs> I look like a 14-year-old. It's just, you're just timeless. Black don't crack, baby. That's yeah. What I'm Wait. so glad we connected, right? And this whole thing is connecting and growth. And you've, you've honestly, you've been a messenger for me oh, in a lot of you. ways, you know? And I was on a growth journey before we met. And, you're just, you know, we just need those people. Where and I'm, I'm so glad you overcame the things that you overcame. Because yeah. if you didn't, we wouldn't have had that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't be talking about this today and potentially you know, help somebody else exactly. be like, you know what, you can talk out loud, even if you don't exactly know what you're saying, start talking about it Just and you'll figure it. it out and there'll be someone in your life mm-hmm. like Crystal who will, him. who will ask you the right, who will ask you the right questions or might say something in a lived experience. Oh my God, you make me cry. I fucking love you. Oh. And I, you've <laughs> been such you. a great influence on me. Like you're my, like, the big little sister I've always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just such a blessing to have met you and have intelligent conversations like this that make me think. I mean, especially with, you know, I'm going to let you, you know, y'all, this woman will save the entire environment, everything <laughs> that she knows about you know, the planet and how to protect it and all the environmental policies in the world. I remember I just looked at her and I was like, <laughs> you're blowing my mind in the best possible way. I need to know all this information because I don't know anything of it. And I'm, you know, so I'm so happy that you, you know, met someone who's going to be able to educate me and things that I, you know, may not know which is important right this is why we talk Mm -hmm. to become educated to be open to new ways of thinking and ideas whether you agree with it or not this is how you facilitate healthy relationships this is how we facilitate safety with our emotions is that we're willing to be open and understanding not judge not demonize somebody Mm -hmm. and cut them off Mm -hmm. just be open to new ways of thinking and ideas and you can foster a new relationship and it's safe. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that can be the biggest hurdle is that if we put ourselves out there, we're going to be judged or we're going to be humiliated mm-hmm. or, you know, someone's going to think poorly of us. But, mm-hmm. and I can't, it's hard because I can't dictate everyone's experience and where they are. They may attract different situations and, you know, mm-hmm. me being biased from my experience, I don't fortunately don't have that. Cause, and you too, you're very, we're both pretty socially competent in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a bias and I can recognize that, but it really is so important. Like just start talking. You never know who you're going to meet. It'll be good for you to know that you can trust some other people Mm -hmm. as well, which Mm -hmm. is important. Um, But yeah, I think it's a good note to leave on is build your tribe. There's some great people out there. You never know what you're going to learn. Absolutely. Yes. Love you. Love you. Thank you so much for staying all the way to the end of the episode. I would so appreciate if you could subscribe, like, and or rate the show on any of the platforms it is that you listen to this. Again, thank you so much for participating in the conversation with Crystal.